Hi everyone, it's Liv. Welcome back to the podcast. So hello, it is a long weekend here in Canada. Uh, Today on July 1st is Canada Day and it is typically a day that is celebrated by like fireworks and barbecues and outdoor events and it is just pouring rain and cold which is just so so Canada I can't even (laughs) so I'm sitting here all bundled up in my friggin podcast room I feel like every episode I say I'm bundled up because it hasn't gotten that hot yet I was doing some thinking last night Greg and I went to chapters which is a bookstore here and we were sitting at Starbucks And I was kind of thinking how I wanted to proceed with the podcast because I feel like I needed a little, I needed a way to schedule in breaks for myself because after taking a couple weeks off of the episodes, I came back feeling like super refreshed and just like inspired and ready to create more episodes. And so I kind of wanted to find a way to work that into the podcast without just randomly having to take time off to recharge. So I kind of worked it out and basically I think I'm going to do something along the lines of nine episodes per season with a few weeks break in between and then that kind of works out to line up with the um, northern hemisphere seasons as well. So for right now we would be starting the summer season and then there'd be a little break and then we do the fall season etc etc. So I think that that might be what I'm going to do, but as it kind of gets closer, I'll let you guys know when I'm taking a break and when I'm going to take some time off the podcast to recharge because the podcast actually right now is still something that I just do for fun. I don't make money from this, even though it takes quite a bit of time each week. But anyway, that is all beside the point. It has nothing to do with the topic of today's podcast. The topic of today's podcast is the pros and cons of being vegan. And I have been vegan for almost five years now, vegetarian for uh, six or seven. And I have kind of seen um, the trends and like the, I guess, just like the progression of how people view veganism over the last few years, because we're having just this huge boom right now with it being in the media and all these restaurants and like fast food chains getting beyond meat products and Um, There's kind of like a big boom and it's something that a lot of people are talking about. We also had a big boom of people uh, reverting back to omnivorism. Is that the word? Omnivorism (laughs) from being vegan on YouTube. So there have been a ton of really well-known bloggers and YouTubers who were vegan and super passionate about it who are no longer vegan. And these are people with like huge followings. So it's kind of interesting that as veganism grows and gets more mainstream, kind of a lot of the OG vegans were going back to eating animal products. Um, So yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on and I've just kind of been sitting back here watching it and contemplating veganism as a whole and the role it plays in my life and just the pros and cons of being vegan in general. Something that I've noticed since the start, especially on social media, people who want you to go vegan will often portray it in this light of like, it's so easy. Anyone can be vegan. You can be vegan anywhere, even when you're traveling, even when you live with your parents, even blah, 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 blah. 
And they, they also say like, oh, being vegan is healthier than eating animal products. And there's no need to worry about deficiencies. Just make sure you're eating enough and blah, blah, blah. Like it's just so easy. And they paint it in this like really super easy, carefree light. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of fell into that a little bit, or I guess like kind of got sucked into that mentality back when I was first going vegan and I wanted to persuade other people to go vegan. And I kind of feel like I don't feel that way anymore. I definitely have been vegan long enough that I recognize that there are cons to being vegan and there are things that are hard about it. And I don't necessarily believe that everyone can and should be vegan. I, yeah, just want to share my opinion and the pros and cons that I've kind of come to realize since being vegan for this amount of time. I got them all written down on my phone here. going to open up my notes app. I think I will start with the cons. So something that Greg and I were talking about yesterday, because there is a pizza place called Pizza Pizza, and they, a couple years ago, got vegan cheese. And that's huge because normally when vegans wanted to order pizza, you just have to order a veggie pizza with no cheese. Sometimes it can be really good if you get like a good sauce and some oil, but sometimes it can just be so, so sad and so bad. Um, so getting the option for vegan cheese was amazing. Now, they just recently launched a vegan pepperoni and vegan sausage crumble. So not only can you get vegan cheese, you can also get um, pepperoni and sausage, which is just huge. It's crazy. I never thought I would see the day, honestly, like anytime soon that a pizza place would have vegan meat options. The fact that you could go and essentially get a meat lover's pizza, pepperoni, sausage, and cheese as a vegan version in like 15 minutes, it's just crazy. And it's amazing. And what we were saying is Greg was saying, I feel like a lot of pizza places now, they kind of have no choice. They're going to start having to offer some vegan options because there are places that do now and they're going to lose the business of people who are, you know, vegetarian or dairy-free or vegan who want to eat pizza. So he was like, I feel like they're going to start doing more of this. And I was kind of joking. I was like, yeah, but until there's a place where I can go just walk in at lunchtime and grab a slice that's vegan, that's going to be kind of like the new big thing for them to do. Like once there's a high enough demand for them to have whole vegan pizza ready and waiting and have enough people coming in to buy a slice of it, that's going to be kind of like the next milestone, I think. And then, so anyway, we got talking. Something that is really hard and a, a con of being vegan, especially if you live somewhere that's not California or New York or, um, you know, somewhere in a big city where there are a lot more vegan options. If you live in a small city or even a small town, chances are you probably don't have a ton of options to go out and get a slice of pizza or, you know, go get a shawarma or a wrap somewhere that is going to have any sort of like satiating properties. I mean, <laughs> you can go to places and order a wrap that will have like lettuce, peppers and tomatoes in it, but you can't go and get like a vegan you know, buffalo chicken wrap that's going to keep you full. There are fast food places now like A&W and now in Canada, Tim Hortons have Beyond Meat products. But until this year, that wasn't really a thing. So you couldn't go to a fast food place and get a burger or anything besides french fries. It's just hard to, if you're out and about, 
find something to eat unless you go to a vegan restaurant. The convenience and like fitting in with your friends when they're like going out to grab something, there isn't going to be a great vegan option. You probably won't be able to partake. So that was kind of like a big con. Like I said, it's getting better, but that's still kind of a big one. Another con is the vegan police. (laughs) And I feel like I, as someone on the internet, has to deal with this more than maybe the average person who's not broadcasting their diet and lifestyle on the internet. The vegan police are basically people who go on videos and just nitpick every little thing. There are going to be people who are telling you you're not doing it right or you're not doing it good enough. Especially for me, it is just very annoying, I guess. (laughs) Like it's just something that I'm like, why? Why though? Like, why do you have to do that? You know? And then that kind of goes to the next one, which is being held to impossible standards in all areas of your life because you're vegan. People think when you're vegan, you should be a certain way and you shouldn't do XYZ or you should do XYZ or just, you know, because you're vegan, you should be interested in this and you should be advocating for this and being held to absolutely impossible standards. Like I'm talking, there are people who just rip apart people on the internet for the smallest things. And just because I'm vegan doesn't mean that I think I'm perfect or I think that I am solving all the world issues. And there's a lot of people who try and hold vegans, especially on the internet again, to very impossible standards. And I just am not here for that. It just bothers me so much. So another one is dealing with friends and family and people who are not vegan asking you questions or trying to argue with you or making fun of you or just like making your life miserable at family dinners, stuff like that. Being vegan and being around people who aren't vegan and want to rub in your face that they're not vegan and question you and all of that, it gets old really fast and it gets hard to deal with. And I cannot even count on two hands the amount of times a day I get messages like, how do I deal with friends and family who aren't vegan who say, you know, I shouldn't be vegan or veganism stupid or how do I deal with like family dinners with judgmental family members, stuff like that. And yeah, it's a huge con to being vegan, I think, because people are so emotional about their food. If you are doing something different that has to do with food or you are, you know, saying that you don't want to eat their food, stuff like that, people take it very, very, very personally and it can cause a lot of tension in families and friendships. So it's not, you know, veganism's fault, (laughs) personifying veganism here, but it's not your fault for being vegan. Um, You're not asking to be treated differently and asking to be treated poorly, but it is something that generally happens when someone first goes vegan. People just aren't very accepting of it. I hear you. And people who struggle with that, yeah, it is a big con, I would say. Another con is generally having to think about food a little bit more. Um, It kind of goes back to the convenience thing, but even in grocery stores, you can't just like pick up anything off the shelf. You do have to read the ingredients list and you have to check the back and stuff like that. Um, And if you're out to eat, you have to focus on things a bit more. You don't just order anything off the menu unless you're at a vegan place. Um, You do have to think about food a little more. That being said, five years later, I honestly don't really think about being vegan anymore. Like it's so second nature to me 
this isn't really a problem at all. But I do know that when you're first going vegan, it can be kind of stressful and you feel like you're always having to read things and Google things and, you know, figure out what you're going to eat next. And it can be a little bit more of an adjustment. But um, yeah, so that's not a con that's going to be around forever if you're vegan. It's more so when you're just starting out, but it is something to consider. And then the last con that I have listed is, and this is another one that's not really like veganism's fault, (laughs) feeling frustrated that other people don't share the same values and passions as you. Being vegan is such an emotional issue for a lot of people. And I'll get into this in the pros actually, but when you are vegan, you're taking a stand against animal cruelty and against eating animals essentially. So when there are people who think eating animals is totally fine or using animals for XYZ is totally fine, um, it can be really hard to get past that as a vegan because now you have this new outlook, you're not okay with that. And that's something that is just kind of like so fundamentally ingrained in veganism is not eating animals that the fact that there are some people or a lot of people, I guess, who are just don't have the same moral value about that at all, that can be really frustrating and hard to deal with. But that kind of leads me into the pros list. So I think the main pro for me about being vegan, um, and this is the thing that keeps me vegan, this is why I went vegan. For me, the pros outweigh the cons, not in the amount of pros that there are, but in how much emphasis I put on this main one because this outweighs all of the other things for me. Living life in accordance with your values. So when I was eight years old, I remember sitting at the kitchen table. I was looking at the piece of chicken that was on my plate and I asked my parents, I was like, chicken, is that chicken like the animal chicken? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, what? I don't know why I didn't equate those two together, but I was like, so when you're eating meat, what part is this? Like, this doesn't look like a chicken. What part of the body is this? Like, what kind of, what is the actual meat that you're eating? It's not bones. It's not blood. It's not organs. Like, what is it? My parents were kind of like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's muscle. And I was like, what? (laughs) We are eating a chicken's muscle. That was I remember so clearly being like, oh my God, why did no one tell me this before? I got into this little conversation with them and I was like, well, I don't want to eat animals. Like I, that seems so sad to me. Like I don't want animals to have to die. Like this chicken had to die so that we could eat it. And my dad was like, well, no honey, like it's okay because that's what they're raised for. And I remember I was like crying at the kitchen table. I was like, I don't want to eat animals anymore. I want to be a vegetarian. And my mom was like, you can't be a vegetarian. Like it's, it's really hard. You need your protein. We don't want to make you separate meals. Just kind of like all, you know, all the things that parents say when their eight year old wants to go vegetarian. Um, And so they basically didn't let me And flash forward to when I was, in my first year of university, I found vegetarianism again and I went vegetarian and I haven't eaten meat since then. So it's been, yeah, I guess like seven years. I love being vegan so much and it has nothing to do with anything else other than the fact that I love being able to sustain myself and live a happy, healthy life without having to consume dead animals essentially or animal byproducts 
And that's because that means that I am living life in accordance with my values. And for me, something that I contemplate quite often, especially with meat, is, you know, why do we get to decide what happens to these animals? Why are we the ones, just because we raised them or we kind of facilitated their birth, I guess, why does that mean that we get to decide when they die? I like, I don't know. I think people are like, oh, well, just, you know, because we decide that they're going to be born, we also get to decide when they're going to die. But if you apply that to another animal, like for example, humans, that's just the most outrageous thing anyone's ever heard. But because animals can't speak or they're not as intelligent as humans are, people think that they are lesser species and that we do have the right to decide when they're going to die or to decide what happens to their bodies. I know there are a lot of people, like one of my uncles who grew up on a farm and he slaughtered pigs with his dad and he's just totally fine with that. Like he rationalizes death and that kind of death in his brain and it doesn't bother him, but it was something that has always bothered me since I was eight years old. And I kind of had to compartmentalize it and push it away and push it to the side. And, you know, if I would eat a chicken burger, I had to turn off the part of my brain that knew that it came from the animal, the chicken, and that knew it had to die. And I did that successfully for many, many years because I ate meat and was fine with it. But if I ever thought about it for a second, you know, that this was an actual animal once, then I would get that kind of queasy, uneasy feeling that knew that I was not okay with that, but I was just trying to forget about it. And I was just pushing it to the side so that I didn't have to think about it. And so once I went vegan, I just felt this huge weight lifted off my shoulders. And I felt like every time I sat down for a meal, I was eating in accordance with my values and I wasn't having to kind of rationalize things or compartmentalize things or, you know, play mind games with myself to not think about the fact that this was once a living animal. With all of the animal industries, it's hard because a lot of people just aren't even educated on what the animal agriculture industries are actually like. Like I think most people, I would hope, know that the meat industry means that the animals are raised and then they're killed for their meat. But for a lot of people, like in the dairy and egg industries, a lot of people don't really know how those work. And that's not your fault um, that you don't know how it works. There is so much money put into these industries to make them seem like there's something that they're not. But once I learned what the industries are actually like, I realized that I was not okay with that. And that's kind of when I went from vegetarian to vegan. I was just like, I don't think I can continue eating these products knowing what I know, because every time I sit down to eat, I kind of think about it and I feel like this is not okay. So why am I paying for these products? Why am I consuming this if I'm not okay with how they're produced? And I remember my whole life up until I went vegan, essentially, I used to think that dairy cows were literally just a special breed of cow that produced milk forever and <laughs> and humans had to milk them and that's how we got our milk. Like it sounds stupid when I think about it now, but I did not think <laughs> about biology for one second. I didn't realize that in order for a cow to produce milk, just like a woman, it needs to become pregnant. So the only reason why humans produce milk, like obviously 
I'm not producing milk right now. That's because I have not had a baby. And when you think about it, all mammals have to become pregnant in order to produce milk because the production of milk happens for their baby. So in the dairy industry, these so-called dairy cows are actually just female cows that they artificially inseminate them make them have a baby and then their body starts producing milk so they're not just like these magical cows that like produce the perfect quantity of milk forever they are female cows that repeatedly get pregnant and have a baby so that they continually produce milk and then obviously because the milk is for the baby that the mother cow just had the baby can't drink the milk because people who run the dairy farm want to take the milk for humans so they have to take the calf away and not let it drink the milk. They they can't just tell the calf, hey, don't drink that. We want it. They have to like physically remove the calf away from the mother and keep it separate. Otherwise, the calves would do everything in their power to go and drink the milk. And so because they don't want them to do that, they separate them. And there's actually a dairy farm that is, it's just like a small one, um, kind of close to my parents' cottage in Prince Edward Island. Basically, it's like a barn and inside the barn is like the machines that they hook the cows up to to milk them. And then they have the outside pasture area, which is like a fenced in area for the mother cows. But then they have a section on the other side of the farm that's like the little white huts that they keep calves in and the calves are each chained to the huts and they have a big container of water and they're fed but they don't get to have the milk from the mother the reason why i posted that is i said you know i fully believe that these farmers treat their animals well i mean they were chained to a hut and presumably have been since they were born essentially but it didn't look like this big scary horrible thing where they're like abusing the animals or anything like that but knowing the fact that the baby cows are taken from the mother and just like any other animal just like humans just like any mammal if a baby is taken from a mother it's this huge traumatic situation and the fact that that has to happen you know repeatedly like every year a cow's life i personally especially as a woman and especially as someone who wants to be a mother that is just so not okay with me and it does not sit well with me and if you're wondering what happens to the baby calves any baby cow that's born a male it would be sent to be slaughtered for veal and then the female ones are the ones that are kept and chained to the hut until they're big enough to have their own babies um, because obviously there's no need for male cows in the dairy industry because male cows don't produce milk that's kind of like the circle of how it works and again I was just like nope that does not sound like something that I want to be supporting does not sound like something that I'm okay with and so being vegan just really really helped ease my mind in that sense that I'm not contributing to an industry that I don't agree with. Okay, so another thing that is actually a really big pro for me, discovering more foods than I did when I wasn't vegan. When I wasn't vegan, I was a little bit more closed-minded closed minded to a lot of fruits and vegetables and grains and like quote-unquote weird foods like I ate a very vanilla diet I ate very plain stuff I wasn't adventurous with my food choices at all and that changed so much when I went vegan because there are just so many amazing things that people do with vegetables and so many amazing grains and types of foods that I discovered after going vegan that 
I don't think I ever would have had the opportunity to try or would have ever wanted to try when I wasn't vegan. So going vegan just opened up my world to so many new and amazing foods. Another pro is getting to be more creative with food. So that kind of goes along the same lines. But if you want to make a veggie burger and you want to make it as good and as filling as a meat burger, then you got to get pretty creative and you have to, you know, combine a lot of like spices and ingredients. And as someone who's really, really into cooking, I find that super fun. And I just love playing with new recipes. Another pro for me is when I eat the vegan versions of a meal, like if I eat vegan pasta or a vegan burger compared to if I ate like a dairy-based or like a meat-based pasta and a meat-based burger, I still feel full and satisfied, but I don't feel overly full. And this is something that I realized pretty early on when I started going vegan was I could eat a big meal and be like totally satisfied and totally full without feeling overly gross. And that overly gross feeling happened all the time when I would eat like beef burgers and stuff because I had a hard time digesting them. So um, that was definitely a pro for me. Another pro is just feeling like you are a part of a community of people who, again, share your same values. There's a lot of times that I meet someone and when we find out each other is vegan, you kind of feel like you have this deeper connection with someone. You're both part of this community who's like striving for a better future, essentially. That sounds so intense, but that's kind of how it feels. So that concludes my pros and cons of being vegan list. I'm sure there are so many other things I could have listed and these things might be different for you if you are vegan, but um, I kind of wanted to just give an overview of what I've learned and what I've discovered since going vegan and show you that it's not just all like <laughs> rainbows and butterflies. Like there are things that are hard about being vegan, there are things that are inconvenient and sometimes a struggle about being vegan. But again, the reason why I'm vegan and like the biggest pro for me always outweighs that. So yeah, I hope that this kind of gives you a little insight into my opinion on this. If you are looking for vegan food inspiration, make sure you check out my YouTube channel because I post videos on that every week, sometimes more than once a week. And I also have a cookbook called Live Bee's Vegan on a Budget. Oh, my YouTube channel is called Live Bee for those of you who don't know. Um, and yeah, my cookbook is called Live Bee's Vegan on a Budget and it's all like budget friendly and super easy recipes. That is everything for me today. I hope you are having an amazing day wherever in the world you are. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.